Are you tired of having too much money in your pockets and now your pants are falling down from the weight? Why not make it easier on yourself and donate that extra cash to our Patreon account? Find the link at our website, ptppodcast.com. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. And myself, Justin Briner. There he is. Hello. The man in the internet. Yes. The boy is back in town. <laughs> Damn, you guys are good. Cues, timing. Wow. That's what that's what professionalism is all about. There, Shane. That's right. Timing. That's right. Thank God for the visual We've, that you this, guys have with Brandon. This, uh, this isn't the first time I've been on webcam this week. Oh, really? <laughs> Today? <laughs> Today, yeah. I mean, you got to pay that rent somehow, right? Well, unless you're set. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's what uh, the lovely ladies of the Spice Girls are also thinking. Oh. Coming out of retirement to pay their rent. That's right. Is it rent? Is it <laughs> second mortgage on another yeah, house? Maybe. Something like that. I don't, I, Could be. I don't know what those what, bitches are up to. Are you excited as a Spice Girl fan? A thousand percent. I know I know you boys are real posh lovers, but if yeah. she can't Pretty hack it, about it, if she can't Pretty hack it, get, get her out of there. And that's what they did. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I appreciate them carrying on without her. Here's the thing. Yes. I'm going to take her place oh. and show up in a little Gucci dress. <laughs> the little Gucci dress. Yeah. Or and, uh, the little Gucci dress. <laughs> well, or that one. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they announced uh, yeah, Monday, yesterday, that yeah. uh, first, first tour in a decade. Um, so and tickets for UK performances will go uh, go on sale on Saturday. Yeah, uh, right now they are limited to just the UK shows. Uh, right. I'm not opposed to getting tickets. <laughs> um, <laughs> pricey. Oh my god, though, I I think it opens so many doors, and it's so welcome in my world. Briner, what say you? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, all right. 100%. Good. I didn't know. I didn't know how uh, the Victoria Beckham decision would affect your decision, but I mean, I'm I'm upset. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I I cried about it a bit. Okay. <laughs> and then but, did you uh, u- use those tears to masturbate? <laughs> yeah, we used the tears as lubricant. <laughs> Smart. In my Gucci dress. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think. I think. They have to make the decision that's right for them and their fans. And if she can't get behind it, I think they're doing the right thing. Do it without her. Yeah. Hey, hey, they all still look fucking incredible. It's insane. Like that's what money will do. Yeah. I wish I had some of that. Oh, wouldn't it be great? <laughs> It'd be great if you looked wouldn't like a Spice Girl. It'd be yeah. nice. <laughs> especially, especially Ginger. She's like what sixty. Yeah. yeah she, like she's she's a good few years older than the rest of them and she looks sexy as ever yeah yeah it's 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 that redhead in her though they don't they don't age yeah impressive after a certain point they just stay the same yeah you you just got to keep them out of the sun (laughs) otherwise that's bad news i mean that's the only factor yeah that's true but that's easy follow one rule um, if they came to uh, to Canada, if they were doing a Canadian tour, yep. and let's say they weren't playing in Toronto, which is, of course, the closest city for us, that they would play. Right. Okay. Um, what's the farthest that you would go, A, and B, what would be kind of the max ticket price that you would pay to see them? Because I know, like, legitimately you guys would love to, I, I would too, 
but I know you guys would legitimately like to see them play live. Ticket prices are tough for me. Like, it's hard to put that kind of experience into a number. I don't know in the moment what I would cap myself off at. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Brian, I, I know I think, you, you spend more money on tickets than I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think uh, it all depends on where they're playing. Yeah. That, w- that would factor into how much I'm willing to pay, mm. I think. Yeah, that's fair. So, think- if I'm having to drive seven hours or something to Quebec, say, yeah. I'm not going to pay $200 for a ticket. It doesn't make any sense. No, that's, that's fair. fair. But, yeah, I would totally drive to, like, Montreal for, like, I don't know. Hundred probably even hundred and fifty dollar ticket. Wow! Yeah, because yeah. you can make like that a weekend. You can make a weekend out of it. Yeah, sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Too true. Yeah, I I would do that. So because then we, we could it. say that we'll be there. So. Oh. See what I, <laughs> I tried to do and it didn't work out very well. I, I liked it. I liked I it. It. Oh. it was subtle and I liked. It. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, guys. Yeah. That was good. Uh, you guys want to talk about what's coming up on tonight's show? I think we should. Um, yeah. Shannon's got a new B uh, side bio for B-side us. B side bios. Uh, that's I thought you were gonna say said. Shannon was into bestiality. I thought that's what you were gonna say there for a hot second. <laughs> She's into bestiality and BDSM <laughs> all in the same that's intertwining the next thing. Break. <laughs> hey, B side bio. I'm excited. Uh, she's also going to be facilitating the BuzzFeed quiz this I'm just evening. Doing so much for the team, guys. Very Look excited. at me contributing. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, We've got uh, we've got sucks to suck coming up for you tonight, and uh, just it's it's not going to be funny. I, w- I do want to specify that, but it is worth talking about because of how just crazy it is. Okay. Have you guys heard of this nurse that's from the UK, or no, not from the UK, from uh, from Germany, that's in trial right now for being a serial killer? Oh no. No, can't say it. Um, <laughs> it's. It's fucking crazy. Oh, I'm excited. And uh, it, again, it's not going to be funny. It's not going to be gruesome. We're not going to be gross about it. Um, yeah. But it, it's worth talking about because it's bonkers. Oh, I love that. So I'm excited to talk to you about that. And uh, we've got uh, your entertainment update as well coming up for you tonight here on Pull the Plug. Shit. And we've got some great music, Reiner, from what I understand. Yes. 100% yes. Sweet. Let's uh, let's kick it off. What's, uh, what's starting the night off here, sir? Uh, the first song we're going to do is uh, Brennan Clark original. This one is called My Heart's on Fire. Hold the blood podcast. And as it turns out, it takes a lot of love to feel a little love. At least I'm starting to feel some. Cigarettes, too much to drink. I'm such a mess. Somebody save me. I'm going crazy. Now I've been thinking about the better days when the sound of love seemed inviting to me. Cause I'm stuck in the mind. Man, the beliefs it's better to be alone To burn with this fire in me Fire. 
fire out for you, Brenner? You did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. There we go. Uh, we usually we don't talk a lot about we're not we're not a, a true crime pro- podcast. Surprise. No. Yeah. I mean, I wish we were because uh, Me too. real passionate, real passionate. Yeah. I yeah. love love talking about killers and mysteries. I've watched and... Unsolved Mysteries before. Very, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. When you the guys were, uh, were growing up, and Unsolved Mysteries, that was kind of peak Unsolved Mysteries time. Did you guys ever get, like, nightmares from it? Because I did. I don't think I did. I watched a ton um, of them. But... Uh, it definitely scared the shit out of me. Like, yeah. some of the episodes were fucking, like, what the fuck? I think, you know what scared the shit out of me the most about that show? What's that? Was the fucking host. Yeah, the host <laughs> is creepy. Creepy as fuck. Yeah. That's incredible. I don't know. No, he was. <laughs> he had this, like, weird voice that it was like, oh, my oh, God, right. everything he was saying was like, Sandy O'Toole went out to the <laughs> to the convenience <laughs> yeah, store like and never returned. Like, <laughs> it's terrifying, and well, and they always used to not always, but they would periodically show like security cam footage, and for whatever reason, like that's unnerving to watch for me. Like, yeah, that's I have a fair. hard time watching that. And I blame you. they would always show like somebody getting like kidnapped or pulled into a car or whatever, and I would have the weirdest nightmares about see like the nightmare was in a security cam footage like filter. Sort of oh, thing. Geez. Yeah, security. Uh, you're right. Security camera footage is yeah, very eerie. It was sure. bonkers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but this this story here, this is this is crazy. We're gonna talk <laughs> about a serial killer. Too good not to killer. talk about. It's too good not to talk about. <laughs> uh, a uh, a former nurse. His name is Niels Holger. Holger. I'm sure you said that. right. I'm sure Holger. I said that right. Yeah. Has admitted, uh, during the first day of his trial in northern Germany, to killing a hundred patients. The fuck? Brenner's face on Skype just went what? <laughs> what? Uh, so the uh, the the admission makes him one of Germany's worst post-war serial killers. The I BBC like that reports. they have to include post-war. Well, you know, it's, it's a little awkward still. Forty-one-year-old <laughs> uh, uh, Hogel is believed to have uh, administered fatal doses of medication to patients at two different hospitals in north north of Germany. One in Oldenburg, and the other uh, nearby in uh, Delmenhorst. The drugs he injected uh, triggered heart attack, uh, heart failure, or other deadly health complications. So hundreds of patients. Do we know the time span? Um, I think it gets into it. So okay. the, uh, he he's already serving a life sentence for killing people in his care. But between 1999 and 2005, so six years, wow. Hogel is now said to have killed 36 patients in Oldenburg and a further 64 in uh, Delmenhorst. Wow. What? Um, and and 
and we'll be posting a, a link to uh, the show note uh, on the show notes to uh, to this story. Uh, but I'm going to show you guys a photo of the guy, and he doesn't really seem like the serial killer uh, type. Like typically, what you expect, but at the same time, like I don't know, like well, I don't know. He looks like he's a fuck. I mean, he's fucked up for sure. But and I, I think that's the biggest thing is so many of these like sociopaths or psychopaths I know, I know what you're saying though are yeah. people that look like everyday normal people normal people yeah it like yeah. the wolf in sheep's clothing type of thing right yeah absolutely S- especially someone who's like a nurse for their profession that that's meant to be someone that you trust to take care of you so this is crazy he uh, prosecutors so say his motive was to impress colleagues by resuscitating the victims he'd given the medication to Hmm. So he would give the medication, they would trigger like, you know, uh, whatever was going to happen. And then he would try to impress his colleagues and presumably then like get higher up by resuscitating them, by get, bringing them back essentially. But he was not good at that? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when asked uh, the presiding judge if the charges against him were true, Hogel said more or less all of them. Jesus So he, he really admitted to it. Full oh, blown admitted. Oh my god. Uh, German news site uh, Focus reports that ch- uh, uh, chose his, he chose his victims whose ages ranged between 34 and 96. So it wasn't particular like like yeah, not a he particular didn't, age. He didn't or anything have like that. a I don't know uh, a type. I guess like I don't know. A yeah. lot of serial killers go right down to like a brunette five. Six, yeah. like yeah, they're very they, specific. Exactly, mm-hmm. they've, they've got, got a, a specific target of someone that they attack. But this is interesting. He uh, he was first caught back in 2005 when he was found injecting unprescribed medication into a patient in uh, Delmenhorst. In 2008, he was then jailed for seven years for attempted murder. Before a second trial in uh, between 2014 and 2015, also found him guilty of two murders and two attempted murders. As a result, he was given the uh, the maximum sentence. Uh, however, during the trial, he confessed to a uh, psychiatrist that he had killed up to 30 people, which was when investigators decided to widen the investigation, exhuming 130 of his former patients to look for further evidence that wow. indicated that their medication had been tampered with while also looking at, at hospital records. So, uh, sorry, the timeline for when he had initially been convicted. Did he go back to work? Um, no, these, okay. these had all happened between, uh, what was it, like 1999 and 2005, and the, uh, he was first caught in 2005. Okay, perfect. That's, I'm like, uh, it sounded like he was, like, imprisoned, and then imprisoned, and then went back to work, yeah, and then yeah. was, like, tried again, that's, and I'm like, no. That's a lot of people for that kind of a short time span. That's it, crazy. It is. Like, that's... that's Like, how do you get away with that? Much? Well, that's the thing, and th- I'm glad you kind of brought that up, because the last kind of paragraph in this article says, German media reports that the records at uh, this one particular hospital in Oldenburg, where he worked, revealed, r- like, the fact that deaths and resuscitations had more than doubled whenever he was on shift. Wow. <laughs> so but- you start putting two and two together... Yeah, but I mean, I think it would, obviously, it did, and I think it would take a long time. One, because people are in the hospital and could die from any number of reasons. They're already there. He had consistent access to people, and the fact that he didn't have a singular type of person, it wasn't always babies. It always it wasn't always right. like an old 90-year-old woman. Like, the yeah, fact that's that true. he 
spanned so many different types of people, I think probably made it that much harder. Obviously, with his shift statistics going through the roof, like they did figure it out eventually, but I can see where it would take a while. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the the kind of hospital administrators and stuff are kind of now being like observed because they're like like news media and like you know relatives of these people are just like how did, how did you, you not this know this how yeah. did you not you know even you ha- you have like maybe 10 people it's a hospital people die that sucks but people die yeah at a certain point you've got to be like something weird is going on here yeah. So I don't. I don't know. It's it's just it's fascinating. Like that's like that's, that's movie or TV show shit. Yeah. Oh, and he's not the first by any means uh, serial killer who has been in this situation. That, yeah. Um. It. But it is really wild how many they can kill in a short time span, just because again the access. Yeah. And how long they can go before they get caught. But it, mm-hmm. it's such an interesting circumstance and i feel like it hasn't happened in a hospital in a very long time and here we are yeah so fuck that's wild yeah so he's expected to be on trial until uh, until at least may so that's gonna be uh an event and a half so uh well fuck that guy am i right fuck that guy right yeah yeah Yeah, that guy sucks to suck yeah (laughs) sucks. that's that's number one in that feature he deserved his own segment tonight that's right yeah uh, we'll be posting a link to this story as well as everything that we're talking about on tonight's show over at uh, over at the show notes, which you can find at the website. PTPpodcast.com. I like that little like rhythm that you had there. PTPpodcast.com. Thank you. I'm feeling bouncy tonight. Very good. <laughs> oh, Woo! Lucky you, G. It's a flopping. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> feeling bouncy. Feeling <laughs> bouncy. I probably should have worn a bra, but you know. Well. There we have do. it. That's boring. Coming up, uh, sucks to suck time. Nice. 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 Brenner, what's coming up next? Uh, we're going to do some uh, B-Fed. Ooh. It's uh, his cover of Fragile Bird here on the Podcast. There is a fever dream 
little pea fed there, fragile bird sitting color cover, and we are back. Goddamn pea fed. Oh. God Always so good. God damn it. Damn. You can find him over on uh he's, he's got a whole bunch of his songs now going on to like Spotify playlists and shit, eh? Yeah, he's getting oh, some God, yeah. crazy traction on there. Definitely check him out. If you are on Spotify and I suggest you do so, uh check out P Fed. Paul Federici music for sure. It's legendary, my boy. <laughs> oh yes. It sucks to suck time. Sucks to hey. suck. Uh for those of you new to the show, maybe you haven't heard Sucks to Suck before. First of all, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. Second of all, we take a look at a few stories from around the internet where uh, people have made uh, dumb decisions, said the wrong thing, done the wrong thing, maybe been in the wrong place at the wrong time. Generally yeah. makes us feel better about the things that have happened in our lives. Yeah. And thirdly, the segment's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like it. It's my shtick now, Shannon. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. So get off my fucking ass. It's my shtick. It's my shtick. It's my shtick. <laughs> Uh, first story, uh, an Ohio strip club has permanently closed. Aw. That's sad in itself. <laughs> After a lengthy investigation revealed employees accepted food stamps in exchange for lap dances and drugs. <laughs> Classy move. I love that so much. That's all you need to say. You don't even need to say the rest. Right? Sucks to suck. According to Ohio State Police, agents began investigating Sharky's Lounge in May 2017. During the investigation, undercover agents were able to purchase drugs and lap dances using food stamps. By the way, dear God, undercover agents, and you get to just get lap dances. Yeah, that's pretty all right. It's not bad. I mean, it's from a place called Sharky, so how good is it? <laughs> Still doing the Lord's work, really. Uh, police said undercover agents exchanged a total of more than twenty-four hundred dollars in food stamps to purchase heroin, fentanyl. Are cocaine, methamphetamine, and lap dances. Jesus Christ. Uh, criminal char- uh, charges have been filed against Sharky's employees and patrons for drug trafficking, food stamp trafficking, aggravated shipment and distribution of heroin, engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity and legal sexual activity. The uh, strip club's liquor permit was revoked and the business closed permanently. Food stamp trafficking. <laughs> Genius. That's a thing. I love that's, it. That's apparently so a thing. <laughs> We don't have that in Canada, right? We don't have food stamps, is that right? I I've never seen any. No, I think we just have um like social assistance. We just have care. I yeah. think. Right. I don't know. We're, I mean not the best, but you know, it's there. We are blessed to not have to know. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Because podcasting. Because podcasting. <laughs> all the money. Yeah. Patreon.com slash yeah. podcast. Sucks to suck. Uh, this next one's from WBRZ in Louisiana. As uh, as students were arriving at school for the annual Alcohol Awareness Week, ah. that's an important st- uh, thing, by the way. Well, I, yeah. alcohol awareness is important. No, but it's important to the story. It's an annual Alcohol Awareness Week at school. A campus administrator uh, drove to work drunk and was arrested. Oh, no. <laughs> Is this like a little kid school? A little kid school. Uh, it's a primary <laughs> school, yeah. Oh, okay. That's awful. Uh, Rachel Turley, the assistant principal at Pier Park Primary, uh, was detained at the school and later arrested. Authorities said her blood alcohol content was .224, almost three times the legal limit. Jesus. Which is a lot of fucking... In the morning? <laughs> look. That's some shit. Look, kids are fucking rough. Like, kids can be... A, yeah, you know, I've yeah. seen School of Rock. I, I know it's tough. <laughs> Sheriff's deputy followed Turley, who's 49 years old, so she should know better. To school after reports of a dangerous driver driving along Highway 70, 
Uh, the deputy found Turley when she arrived at the school. Turley was not at school Wednesday, and someone who answered the phone there said uh, she would return next week. The school system did not respond to requests for any more information. So we have yet to hear more about what's going to happen with her. But, but not only did she drive to like a little kid school drunk, but she did it during Alcohol Awareness Week. Oh yeah. my that's just, goodness, that's incredible. It's all kind of amazing. Sucks that's to so fuck. And finally, this is a little bit of a a humdinger. This is this, oh. this there's a little there's a lo- there's a lot to this story. Okay, but it's it's bizarre. <laughs> Rachel Youngs, uh, she stopped at a at a Target to get some groceries Monday morning. Uh, she said she was in the uh, baby section when a woman with a dog walked up to her. A dog in a Walmart? Dog in a Walmart. Okay. Target, by the way. Oh, sorry. Uh, made a comment on how cute her dog was, and she went around uh, to the front of my cart and made a comment about how cute my baby is. Oh, that's nice. Pleasantries exchanged. Very lovely. She made a comment saying, yeah, I'll trade you my dog for your baby. And I thought <laughs> she was just joking. What? <laughs> All right. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, I've got you guys geared up. Young said uh, during the conversation, the woman told her she babysits all the time and has a dog grooming business. Uh, She explained, just was super, super nice. And she went to the front of my cart and asked me if she could hold my daughter. And she starts taking her out of the car seat and she hands me her dog. (laughs) (laughs) Making good on her trade. Uh, Young, their pogs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got a slammer over there. I win. I'm taking the baby. Uh, Youngs said she agreed to let the stranger hold her baby, uh, baby, but nope. immediately regretted yep, it. Yep, don't ever do that. Why what? would you do that? I don't. Yeah, it's just a stranger. Sure, stranger in Target. Let by hold all means, my yeah. child. Hold my child. When you've just made a joke, I think oh. about trading it for a dog. Oh my god! I mean, at least you said the dog was cute. Right? Well, it was cute dog. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know. Uh, she says while she's holding my baby, she started saying weird things. She starts asking me, do you have a godmother? I said, no. And she said, I'd love to be your godmother. I'll split everything 50, 50 young said, which I don't know what that means. I don't think, I don't think you get half and half of a, when you're a godparent, but anyway. And I was like, this is kind of weird. Like who says this to a random person? Right. Young said the conversation became even more alarming. And she says, just so you know, I was arrested for attempted kidnapping. What? Brenner's face. That's when I was like, okay, you know what? There's something wrong. All of a sudden starts walking off with my daughter. Nope. I yelled I yelled to her. I said, I need my baby back, please. Give me my baby back. Baby back ribs. Ribs. Uh, she said, she said, thank you. She said the lady hesitated for a second, then handed over uh, the baby. Uh, Young's asked employees to call the police. Officers arrived, but told Young's that their hands were tied. And this is... What? what? There's a lot of weirdness in this story, but this is another aspect because of it. Because she allowed her to? And they just said, well, there's nothing we can really do because you technically gave her permission to hold your baby. Fuck. Yeah, I, I agree. That woman was stupid for letting someone hold her baby. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of caught off guard. Like, I I don't understand it, but I can see it happening. Um, Maybe before she made the joke about trading her dog for the baby... <laughs> But once someone says, here, I'll trade like a toothbrush for a child or a dog for a child or even a child for a child. As soon when, as soon as anybody starts making like deals, don't touch my kid. Well, no. <laughs> so she responded to that saying my so, so giving so me giving her permission to hold my baby for a couple minutes gives her permission to take off with my child, which at that point they were just like. Yeah, they apparently know who the woman in question is. Shit. And they are still investigating. So she's she's the baby 
dog trader is still on the loose. <laughs> but they know who she is. But they know who she is. And, oh my uh, god! That that is the so, crazy story of the baby dog target business. <laughs> where where was this? Sorry. Uh, Shawnee. So I think it's like I don't know, like uh, like Midwestern United States or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that bonkers? Sucks to suck. Thank you. You're welcome. That is so fucking weird. That was a good batch of stories. It's good times. Oh, jeez, that was weird. Uh, if any of the listeners out there have had a, a personal sucks to suck story, yeah, one we, that's funny and you can laugh at, or we can laugh at. Well, no, I don't yeah. want people. I don't want people to feel bad. <laughs> I do. Oh, okay, oh, cool. I'm fine with <laughs> it. I mean, if they're willing to share, they're obviously over it. No, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're over it, share yeah, it with us. If you're over it. Over at the website, ptbpodcast.com. But only like, if you're over it. Yeah. Only if you're over it. Yes, thank you. I feel like I can dig deep. I'm sure I've got some real bangers of stories Your that life tell. is an embarrassing story. Yeah. You could just do a memoir. Memoir? Memoir and just call it Sucks to Suck. <laughs> the Shannon Codley story. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, I I know I feel like I legit have some like really good stories to share and I'll I'll have to like compile some of those All right. for a future sex to suck. I like that. Yeah. We do a little personalized one. Yeah. That'll be a good time. That's smart. Yeah. I, I feel like everybody has those moments of like, fuck that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, probably. And thinking, such is my life. <laughs> thinking back to my wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> I got her good. Nice. You see what That's I did? That's what I was thinking. I know. <laughs> Instant regret. Uh, once again, ptppodcast.com. We've got B-Side Bio coming up next. Fuck yeah. Woo. Woo. But first, Reiner. little uh, one concession over. This song's called Five Feet Deep, baby. On PTP.
just want the dirt off your face and wash the blood off your hands, draw a line in the sand. Listen, like to go for him with every sentence out of hand. Don't you really gotta feel it to your heart's on a man? Time's like I'm a number runner, running quick, no ascend. Everybody's looking at the heart for the quick end. Reading out the truth, like it's the hardest thing to do. Come and get it, don't regret it, you've got nothing left to lose. session over that song is called five feet deep and uh we are back here on pull the plug podcast with our newest most funnest <laughs> most interesting feature why thank the you the b-side bio <laughs> that's right oh that is right it's time for another b-side bio our newest Ooh. feature is a quick introduction to some of the maybe unknown facts about some of our favorite musicians this man started from the bottom literally living in sheds with rats before finding success with his first big single he became known as the artist who could write songs about pizza, MTV, and working at McDonald's, turning mundane thoughts into songs. Before, mm. b- before you, uh, uh-huh. before you tell us, yeah. you gotta. I, s- I, I know. Do you know who it is? Okay, I have no I idea so. who it is. I think so. I could be wrong. No, I, but I have a good idea. I okay. kind of, I, I kind of want to let him guess. All right. Well, you finish. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. I, yeah. Well, no, my next line is gonna give him away. Oh, okay, Brian. Who do you think it is? Stab in the dark. Okay. Andrew WK. Oh, that's good. That's a good. I was so fucking close to doing Andrew WK. That oh, is so it's not, weird. It's not Andrew WK though. I was so oh, close to doing shit. that. That's a good guess. Yeah. Okay. All he right. Also asked the question. I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you Uh-oh. tell me? And with that, I introduce Beck. He's here. <laughs> yeah. Yo, bro. It's a get. <laughs> Beck Hansen was born Beck David Campbell in L.A. on July 8, 1970. He adopted the last name Hansen from his grandfather, Al Hansen, who he later collaborated and toured with on a joint art uh, exhibition to New York City and Winnipeg, Manitoba. Little known fact, his grandfather yes. also wrote the song Mbop. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that got me. All right, I'm out. That's great. Oh, that's it. All right. Continue. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Beck was born into quite the creative household. His dad, a Canadian arranger, composer, and conductor, while his mom was a visual artist who was also a, uh, quote, Warhol superstar, one of a handful of New York City personalities promoted by Andy Warhol in his work, so his films and what? as a muse and, and stuff like that. So super fun. That's cool. Uh, Man, they're that's fucking awesome. Also a family of Scientologists. Oh, that's that's a that's a mark. That's, that's a mark against. Yeah. <laughs> As any good creatives, they were dirt poor. 
living in neighborhoods with refugees in low-rent apartment blocks. Wow. At 16, Beck got his first guitar, dropped out of high school, and became a street musician playing in parks and on buses. Shit. So that's a fun childhood. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really hard. Yeah. Uh, he then decided to make a change and hopped on a bus to New York City. You gotta be a star, kid. <laughs> you gotta uh, be a star. With only his guitar and eight dollars in his pocket, so that does not seem like a good plan. I can I can literally think of maybe two things that are more terrifying than that. <laughs> like that's from literally from L.A. to New York City with eight dollars, eight dollars in your pocket and a fucking that's guitar. M- that's fucking insanity. Yeah. After a year and a half of no luck in New York, (laughs) Beck thought better of another homeless New York City winter and scrounged what little he had to get back to L.A. So life for him has not been easy. I I like how he, (laughs) the story makes you, it it turns your expectation. You think he's going to make it to New York. He's going to hit, a record exec is going to see him on the corner. Everything's going to be great. And he just fucking fails. No, he just shits. And like one interview, he said he got into like a crowd of like these folk musicians. He was sleeping on people's couches and whatever. And he like used up every favor he could and like eventually just had no more friends because he used them so hard and was like, I got to go home. Fuck. Yeah. So now back at home, he started working at a video store, quote, doing things like alphabetizing the pornography section. (laughs) Classic. During this time, he was also finally playing clubs, bringing his New York performance style of slam poetry and spoken word to his performances. His eccentric personality landed him slots in between the actual musicians, Good. <laughs> letting him share his strange folk songs with the audience while often wearing stormtrooper helmets and other unusual outfits. <laughs> I love him. Um, after catching the attention of some actual record execs and publishers... Beck started collaborating in some of their home studios and laid down the track Loser. He considered it a one-off hip-hop style experiment that he actually just set aside going back to his folk style. Uh, The record execs of the indie label he'd been working with took the single, pressed 500 12-inch vinyls, and released it, even though Beck thought it was just mediocre. Wow. Unexpectedly, it got picked up by local college radio stations, a major commercial station in Seattle, and then was picked up by LA's world famous rock station, K Rock, who played it literally on the hour. No shit. From, really? Like, it just took off. Like, that radio station made his career, which is insane. And also the story for so many bands, That's, which is that so That station funny. tends to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. From there, he spent all of his time in the studio trying his damnedest to not become a one hit wonder. Uh, by this time, he had gained the respect of some of his peers, including the likes of Johnny Cash and Tom Petty, who loved his style. Holy fuck. Wow, his... that's pretty high praise. No shit, eh? Like, wow. if, if I was going to pluck two people to impress in the world of music ever, they would be on the list. Yeah, I, I no, for sure. Yeah. Uh, his next taste of success would come from the 1996 release of the album Odole, which earned him a Grammy nomination for Album of the Year a Grammy Award for Best Alternative Music Album, as well as a Grammy Award for the Best Male Rock Vocal Performance. So he kind of hit it out of the park. No <laughs> shit. Wow. Good for him, man. It's kind of crazy. Like, like he suffered, like, suffered or, or trialed or whatever, and then it, it seems like almost like this immediate just, like, spike. 
with a song that he didn't like. With, yeah, like that's <laughs> wild. Like a one-off, like experimental piece that he's like, yeah, like I don't know. This indie label had like a lot of like hip hop ties, so he kind of took some of his spoken word and like what he considered hip hop type of stuff, and they loved it. That's amazing. So yeah, super weird. Um, in total, Beck has released 13 albums with the latest release of Colors in 2017, including one of my personal favorite tracks, Dreams. Oh, of course. He's a fascinating dude, but I've got to keep it short, so there we have it. Another B-side bios. This week, we're adding Beck's acoustic track, Ramona, from the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World soundtrack to our PTP Spotify <laughs> playlist. Find the link to it in our show notes over at ptppodcast.com. That is solid. Yay. Very good. Very good. That that's uh that's not somebody I sadly I really I don't really ever think of Beck. You know, like yeah. like I love the songs that I love and that's awesome, but I don't really think of him as this like standout person, which is terrible. But yeah. I don't know, that's funny. That's crazy. Yeah, and literally this week it came down to Beck or Andrew WK. So that's fucking fun that you got that. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> Even that's though it wild. wasn't him, but I love that. That's so cool. I sort of thought it might be just based on the pizza comment. Yeah, like very similar uh, brands, I guess. Yeah. They yeah. totally took it different directions, but similar dudes Devil. for sure. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, that was that was cool. I didn't know a lot of that. No, that was awesome. Amazing. Thanks for that. I like bringing surprises to the table. Uh, right. we've got your, uh, we've got your entertainment update coming up next. Uh, you can find the links to uh, all the stories that we're talking about on uh, tonight's show over at the website. P2Bpodcast.com. Brian or sir, what is the next yes. song of the evening? Next song we're going to do, uh, some Sarah M. Oh, I love Why her. Why not? I've heard of her. She's good. <laughs> Song's called, uh, Learn to Fly. It's Boop I Discover Here. Run and tell all of the angels This could take all night Think I need the devil to help me get things right Hook me up a new revolution Cause this one is a lie I sat around laughing and watched the ones die and now I'm looking through the sky to save me looking for a sign of light looking for something to help me burn out bright and I'm looking for a complication looking cause I'm tired of trying Make my way back home when I learn to fly. Think I'm done nursing the patience. I can't wait one night. I'd give it all away if you give me one last try. We live happily ever trapped 
And now it's time for your Pull the Plug Entertainment Update. You're just mashing it now. Top five movies at the box office this week. Number five, Halloween. Ooh, this is so spooky. <laughs> 150.2 million in North America alone so far. And I, I say so far, but I think we're probably at the, the tail end of that. Yeah. Now that Halloween's I, over. I would imagine so. Brian, are you have any interest in uh, Halloween? Um, No, <laughs> not really. No. I kind of uh, do. I feel like it. They they've been getting amazing reviews with it. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's just I don't know. No, I've never been like super into the franchise. Like I I don't know. I've I've liked it. Like it's been alright, but like I I don't care to see it. Like I love that they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis for it. Yes. And that's cool. I and do like that. I think this is more my style of Halloween movie than it is yours because you like horror where. Yeah. This is more campy, and that's more my style. That's fair. 
That's pretty fair. Yeah, I think they've done away a little bit with the campiness of it to try to modernize it, but I agree, it still probably has that campiness aspect to it. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they have to play homage to the original, so you wouldn't lose that entirely. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Number four, A Star is Born, 165.5 million so far. I actually got to see this one uh, in the theater. Fuck, is it ever good? Yeah, I've heard that. Actually. It is so impressive that I, I actually uh, have now downloaded the soundtrack to it. Um, I was blown away. Wow. Yeah, uh, super yeah. emotional. The entire theater was crying. Were you crying? Wow. No. You weren't crying at all. Come um, on now. No, I actually wasn't. It it got just for me. Emotions freak me out. Um, so it made me uncomfortable when everyone else was crying. Like I, the woman behind me, I just. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> and like, you just turn around and you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And like everyone, like you look around and everyone's just like wiping their faces and stuff. And I'm like, oh, come fuck. on. <laughs> like it was, yeah, very, yeah. it was a very well told story. And maybe if I were at home, I might have, mm-hmm. but in the moment, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, public emotions are not my they're thing. They're gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember when I went to see Titanic in theaters. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, and like old women who were definitely not born like when Titanic was happening, but like were crying, but not at like the love story aspect of it, but were crying at like the death, the death. Yeah, that. Well, oh my! But that's like, fair. but no, like Girl. I don't know. I like I I just can't I can't understand that. Like, you know, if you were alive then. Maybe, and you remember that. Okay, great. You like, not great. go watch this movie. Yo, <laughs> no, probably not. Or, like, if you knew somebody or, like, a family member had been on it, maybe, okay, I understand it. But if you're just, like, this complete outsider and you're just like, wow, this is terrible, you can feel that, wow, this is terrible, 100%, which it is terrible. But I can't get crying to it. I think it's safe to say a lot of people are more in touch with their emotions than we are. <sighs> yeah, probably. <laughs> So there we have it. Uh, uh, I do cry at Lord of the Rings, though, so whatever. <laughs> number three, Nobody's Fool, which has like 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's rough. 13.7 million. Uh, number two in its opening weekend, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms, 20.4 million. Um, this movie actually looks pretty entertaining. It's uh, like a kid's movie, but it looks good. Yeah. But... 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 Number one of the box office this week, opening weekend... 51.1 million which has to have broken any of their expectations bohemian rhapsody oh yeah i am so fucking excited to see this movie yeah. my parents saw this did they yeah and oh. they loved it awesome but yeah. i don't know i i think it's getting um some harsh reviews from critics but i think even like the audience rating on rotten tomatoes is like 91 percent that yeah uh, like i'm sure it's super enjoyable yeah, I'm. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna go check it out this week, and yeah. uh, nice. I'm beyond excited. This this is my jam right here. It's apparently yeah. an incredible performance from uh, Rami Malek, who plays Freddie Mercury in it. So I'm I'm down to just see that performance. Like, hope it's a great story, obviously, but like I'm that's my main interest is to see his performance. I wonder if um ha- for my very first B side bios talking about Freddie Mercury. I wonder if there's going to be like any any ties to like nods to his cats or anything like that in the movie. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Big fan. Big fan, bud. Opening this week in theaters, we got a few. 
We got the front runner. Uh, oh, it's a political movie. Oh, it's a political movie. Uh, uh, Hugh Jackman is in it. It's kind of based on a true story. Okay. Yep. Yes. Nailing it. Yeah, he he played Wolverine, didn't he? He sure did. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that that that's rhetorical, right? Because <laughs> um, I answered it. So. I know you did, but yeah. This fucking guy <laughs> laughing his ass uh, off. <laughs> also opening this week in theaters, we have the old Overlord, um, the girl in the spider's web. That's the new one from the uh, girl with uh, girl with the dragon tattoo series. Yeah, which uh, it, it actually looks pretty entertaining looks for pretty like badass. an action packed movie. Yeah. Oh, isn't that like a European thing? Uh, I think it just takes place in Europe. Oh, okay. I think <laughs> dirty well, Europeans. <laughs> Well, it's it's one of those fucking word movies, isn't it? Oh no, I think the original one was, but oh okay, yeah, it's it's been like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is remade for an American audience, and and this is also for an American audience and Canadian. Uh. <laughs> those fucking word movies. <laughs> those are the worst. Like, who wants to go to a fucking theater and read a movie? Yeah. This big font. Honestly. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Who the fuck wants to do that? (laughs) Like, that's like a casual, I'm bored on a Wednesday night. (laughs) Let's go read a book with pictures. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make dinner and watch this. Like, that's, that's what that is. Yeah. Or like, you skip, you skip church on Sunday morning. Throw it on. (sighs) So you're going to go see it or? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got advanced tickets. <laughs> Going this week. Very good. Um, and uh, do my eyes deceive me? Or are we? There's another Grinch. There is <laughs> another Grinch. This one, uh, it's they've gone all animated again. Um, oh. but big voice cast. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is voicing the Grinch. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, that's my boy. It looks really good. It looks really, really good. Yeah? You yeah. would think it I, looks I, really I good. I would, and I do. Yeah. 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 I'm going to look at the trailer, and then I'll tell you. Yeah, you should. Uh, Maybe in the next break. Because <laughs> I really like the Jim Carrey one. Oh, like, I mean, that one will always hold a special place in my heart, and Thanks. right away when they announced another Grinch, I'm like, what? Like, so soon? Do we need this? Um, I think... Probably don't need it. They made the right move going animated, though, I think. Yeah, that was probably smart. smart yeah, if you're, yeah, if you were going to do it, it had to be animated. You couldn't do another live action, like, remake sort of thing. Yeah. And you can't, obviously, do a sequel. But it, it's, it's, I don't know, I think it's something that you can always add, like, a few little jokes to. Yeah. Um, it, it does look good. Like, it, it does seem like something you can kind of sort of continuously refresh for, like, a fresh audience, and, and it will still bring in people, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I I think, I, I, I don't know, in my head I said so soon, but I think it's been, like, 20 years since the Jim Carrey one. What? We'll no, have to. No, no. That would be, I'll put it at 1998. There's no way that came out in 1998. Don't look it up now. You have well, a list in front of you. I'll look you that ahead. up now. Coming it's soon. It's probably a... Sorry, it's probably a solid like sixteen years. Okay, sure. I I may have been rounding up a little bit. Yeah. Coming soon to theaters, November sixteenth. Instant Family, which uh, looks actually pretty funny. These types of movies don't usually get me, but uh, looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Widows and Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Fuck yes, please. 
so excited. Yeah, I'm. Coming soon. Wait, if I got I got a Grinch update. Yo, a Grinch date. Shannon was closer than I thought. Uh, it was. Uh, the Grinch came out in 2000. It came out 18 years ago. Really? That's crazy. Again, in my mind, it still seems too soon, but 18 years 18 is... 18 years is a substantial... That's a... Yeah, a like... A of time. Like, that's like illegal. It's, it's illegal. And the only reason I was it's guessing... It's old enough to fuck now. The only reason I was <laughs> guessing 20 years is I remember going to my dad's like company Christmas party and... Yeah for like each age bracket would get a different gift that everyone of that age bracket would get the same gift but that year my gift was the grinch on vhs that's pretty solid so that's how i remember at least i was young enough and dvds weren't a thing yet so yeah i was gonna say what's a vhs Yeah. yeah so there we have it coming soon to theaters november 23rd uh creed 2 Robin Can Hood. you take me <laughs> again? <laughs> With arms right open. Robin Hood, Green Book, and uh, another animated one here. Ralph breaks the internet. The uh, follow-up to uh, Wreck It Ralph. Well, Fun. well then. Yeah. I doubt he'll break the internet. That's yeah. The internet, well. the internet can't be broke. Uh, new releases in movies for you guys. Uh, November 6th, we got the Black Klansman with a couple KKs in there. <laughs> a lot of KKs in there. KK. Wow. Okay. Christopher Robin. It looks so good. Christopher Robin. I do want to see that one badly. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Um, Destination Wedding, Incredibles 2, and The Last Sharknado. It's about time. I feel like it, it only got time. that uh, subtitle, It's About Time, literally because everyone was like, we're making The Last Sharknado, and literally everyone just went, yeah, it's about time. Yeah. You're seven yeah. movies late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Coming soon for movie releases, we've got Alpha, Juliet Naked, oh, <laughs> Mile 22, and The Meg. Was, Megalodon. There's a, 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 a big old sea crocodile. Yeah, that's the one. Nom, 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 nom. Switching gears, new releases in music for November 9th. Uh, Architects, Holy Hell. Holy Hell. Red Dragon Holy. Cartel, Patina. Jay Maskis, Elastic Days. Muse with Simulation Theory. More like simulation, not simulation. Sim, sim, oh, that's weird that I said it that way. Simulation <laughs> Theory. So, huh. Didn't even get that in Words. my brain. Perfect. <laughs> All that remains, victim of the new disease. Imagine dragons with origins. Uh, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers. Yeah. Bought to rot. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Charles Bradley with Black Velvet. Posthumous release. Wow. I, I'm all over that. Oh, that fucking guy. I miss him already. I'm I'm so grateful that I got to see him perform live. Yeah, hundred percent, a true fucking gem. Oh, and uh, he was great. he was fairly young when he passed too, like in his Rel- relatively 60s, young. Yeah. 60s? Oh yeah, absolutely. Late sixties maybe. Yeah. 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 So, but I'm Tough I'm excited lot. to see uh, uh, some some new music being released from uh, his camp. Absolutely. Reiner, what are the uh, popular albums that we're not listening to, but people <laughs> are listening to somewhere? Uh, Justin, I've been told that these following albums are fucking bangers. 
All right, let's hear those bangers. All right, we got uh, number five, the Carter V. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Huh. False. <laughs> I mean, is not. I'm saying false for being banger. <laughs> number four, love me now? Question mark <laughs> by Tori Lanez. Nice. Fucking banger. <laughs> number three, we got ballads one. Oh. By Joji. <laughs> Never heard of what's that? Uh, Joji. I'm being, I'm being told that's a fucking banger. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> a Star Is Born soundtrack, which Shannon actually bought. Yeah. Well, and it's actually a banger. It's a banger. Yeah, that's I, a banger. I'm, that is a confirmed banger. She has been banging her head to that soundtrack. <laughs> I would totally recommend right. it. Recommend it. But number one, <laughs> one that we all been waiting for. Years in the making. Yeah. C. <laughs> Called C S I C. For all you kids, check that out on the iTunes. Yeah. By uh, Andrea Bocelli. What is it? It's called C by Andrea Bocelli. And uh, you'll be fucking losing if you don't buy this for the Christmas season. <laughs> I've been told it's a banger. <laughs> and and a I've banger. been told it's a fucker. <laughs> Thanks. That was your banger update. That's going to be the new one. That's, that's the new bit. I like that. Actually, you know what? That's a lot better. The banger update. Yeah, the banger update. I'll give you the top five on Billboard banger update. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'm so Fantastic. Happy that. that was so beautiful. Pick, pick, it up, pick them all up. Yeah. You know, support these guys. <laughs> support your local artists. That's right. Uh, oh. Let's move on to uh, some uh, some celebrity Brutal. birthdays for November seventh. Give me that. Boom, boom, boom. That bur bur bur. That bur bur bur. That bur bur bur. That bur bur bur. Singer Lord, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. She's twenty two today. Is she attractive? No. No. I don't actually. I don't know. I haven't seen her in a few years, to be honest. I'd say yes. I'd, I would say I would say yes, but I'm. I, I haven't I'm gonna seen look. Her. Okay, look it up. Uh, actor actor Adam Devine is 34. He's uh, track. Yeah, he's a good deal. <laughs> uh, DJ David Guetta is 51. Actor uh, Kamal Hassan is 64, and singer Joni Mitchell is 75 today. She's attractive. She's yeah. still attractive. So good. Nailing it, Joni. <laughs> I call um, her Joni. I like that. All right, Bronner, what's your opinion on Lord there? Mm. I mean, it's not... Look, it's not unattractive. No. But, I mean, I think it's kind of like a like a certain type, maybe. Here's the thing. You said she's 22? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of looks like she's like 40 in these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Very, look, it's the New Zealand air. That's what it'll do. Yeah. Oh, Honestly, 
It'll fuck with your system. She's not. She's not unattractive. Okay. Uh, am what... I personally attracted to her? No, because I uh, no. But I feel like she looks at least forty years old. That's based hilarious. on what I'm seeing. I don't know if it's just pictures or what. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. Well, that was your banger update, your entertainment update, your Lord update. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. You get a bit of everything. <laughs> no, you got, you got so much fucking news over there. So many things to learn. I love so it. So much stuff. You can stay up to date with everything Pull the Plug related. Head on over to the website, ptbpodcast.com. Yeah. BuzzFeed quiz time yeah. coming up next, guys. Fuck yeah. So excited. Ooh. So excited. Ooh, I have no idea what it is. No idea. You actually not know? I have no idea. I think you're both <laughs> oh, going to dislike me for it, but we'll see. Hmm. <laughs> it's a weird uh, way to get us stoked for it, but okay. Cool. All right. I'm getting super hyped for that one. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a banger. <laughs> another banger but first here another banger this one's called josephine by union of the lanterns here on the blood podcast check this shit out Jester's cap I wanna be a Sistine Chapel a Sistine Chapel Wow. 
not sleepy when you're not sleeping Cause I'm not sleeping Josephine, you and in the lanterns, and we're back here on Old Plug Podcast. And before we get into our BuzzFeed quiz, you guys are people of the world. We are. You live in it. <laughs> I live in the world. Walk through Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, I'm here. Yep. And uh, I think the big thing that everyone notices is that as soon as November 1st hits, what's one of the big things you notice out in the world? Christmas shit. Indeed. Christmas Despair. shit. Despair. Sadness. <laughs> Overall and, anxiety. And ac- yeah. according to Spotify, people around the globe have already started streaming Christmas music. <sighs> Don't believe me? Here are some fun facts about what, when, and where Christmas music is streamed, all packaged into one little neat trivia quiz. Oh, here we go, buddy. It's Christmas music quiz time. It's November 7th. <laughs> Which country starts listening to Christmas music the earliest? The UK, Malta, Philippines, or Sweden? Mm. I remember hearing that a lot of uh, Scandinavian countries will actually have like um, like half tax in December. To help, uh, like, See, that's fucking to help smart. families, like, help, like, pay for Christmas. Yeah, but those countries are wicked. Well, that's what I'm, and, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's it was Sweden, right? Sweden uh, was, yeah. The... I, maybe maybe it's Sweden because they're now kind of getting amped for the holidays because they know, like, they're obviously they look forward to it because they have less financial stress during that time. I, I sort of agree with you. Yeah. So that's the only thing I'm going off of. I like your reasoning. And it's going to be incorrect. But you are incorrect. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, according to Spotify, the Philippines start listening to Christmas music as early as the first week of October. Hey. <laughs> I could say something very bad right now, but I'm going <laughs> um, to hold back I'm actually and maybe su- mention it during our break. Please do. I'm actually surprised it's not somewhere like the Netherlands who have Christmas um, December 5th, I believe. 
or sixth. Yeah. I think it's the fifth. Um, someone, Lydia, reach out. <laughs> someone who has Christmas that early would make sense to like get into the spirit a little bit earlier. Um, mm. But yeah, no, nope. yeah. the okay. Philippines. The so that's Philippines. Fun. Get it together, Philippines. Alternatively, <laughs> which country starts listening the latest? Brazil, Mexico, yeah. Greece, or Russia? Oh, probably Russia. Those guys hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> They've just banned all Christmas music. <laughs> so you're going with Russia. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking Brazil. Any reason? No, I mean, like, Mexico has, like, you know, like, Feliz Navidad and stuff. Like, I... I, I yeah, it's definitely not Mexico. It's not Mexico. What were the other two? Greece uh, and uh, Russia. Greece and Russia. Okay. Russia, I can understand. Greece, maybe... Mm. You know what? I'm going Greece. Well, you should have stuck with Brazil. (laughs) Brazil, along with many South American countries, such as Chile, Peru, Bolivia, don't start listening to Christmas music until the 23rd and 24th of December. I don't blame them. Yeah, that's doing it right. I like that. When do a majority of countries start listening to Christmas music? So this is the majority. Okay. October 25th to the 31st, November 1st to the 5th, November 18th to the 23rd, or December 1st to the 5th? Uh, I would hope December 1st. I'm going to guess November 18th to the 23rd it was, I think. Um, I feel like a lot of a lot of countries have, like Canada does have, like, you know, they have, like, Remembrance Day and, and, and stuff like that. I think a lot of people are conscious of that. And, and like to wait until and, after? And wait until after that. That's fair. I have I a feeling so. I'm, I'm a feeling I'm wrong. Uh, I'm gonna go with December. You want December? December first yeah. to fifth. Yeah. Um, gee, you're correct. Oh! November eighteenth to the twenty third uh, is when the majority of countries start listening. Um, with the second highest majority being the last week of November, which wasn't one of the options. But oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. All right. So we're mixing it up here. In which country is Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas"? Not the most streamed song. So that tells you it's the most streamed song in a lot of countries. Holy shit. So it's not the most streams, uh, streamed song in the USA, Norway, Canada, or Denmark. You've got two of your uh, Scandinavian countries in there. US, Canada, uh, Norway, Denmark. I feel like it's got to be some of the Scan- one of the Scandinavian ones. Honestly, I think it's Canada. You think it's Canada? Oh, you know what? We've got like Michael Bublé. We've got Celine Dion and shit. Yeah. Like, ooh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Are we going with Canada? I'm personally going with Canada. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll just be different for the sake of being different, and I'm gonna say Denmark. The answer is Norway. Oh. Their top song huh. is "Home for Christmas" by Maria Mina. Oh, Maria Mina. I love Maria Mina. So that's funny that Oop. their top song isn't even one that we know. Except. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Denmark, All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey is their top that's stream song. That's weird. Yeah, so weird. Uh, All I Want for Christmas is the most popular song in the U.S., but what's the second most popular in the U.S.? Last Christmas by Wham, Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. It's the most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams or Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. 
Last Christmas, Jingle Bell Rock. It's the most wonderful time of the year or rocking around the Christmas tree. Is the last Christmas that last Christmas I gave you my heart? Yeah. That's that's the one. one. I think that one's pretty popular. That one should be, but it should be the Jimmy Eat World cover. But anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's uh, Jingle Bell Rock. I'm going to go with Last Christmas. You are both incorrect. Perfect. Rocking perfect. <laughs> Nailing it. Rocking around the Christmas tree by Brenda Lee uh, is the second most uh, streamed song, uh, while Jingle Bell Rock is the third most popular. Mm. Last, uh, all right. Last Christmas should be honestly number one of those choices because that's a I great agree. song. See. Yeah. Uh, which country streams Christmas music at the highest rate? Makes sense. Yeah. UK. Italy, Australia, or the U.S. Streaming Christmas music at the highest rate. So most Christmas music, most of the time, U.K., Italy, Australia, U.S. I probably U.S. I would say U.S. Just based on population. No? Yeah. The U.K. What? Uh, for the past three years, the U.K. has streamed the most Christmas music on Spotify, followed by the Netherlands and Canada. American Australia come fifth and sixth, respectively, with Australia. Um, nah, I don't. That sentence doesn't make sense. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I love it when that happens. It says American Australia come in fifth and sixth, respectively, with Australia coming in ninth. <laughs> I think somebody meant Austria somewhere in there. <laughs> maybe. Or, or maybe Italy because they didn't talk about Italy at all. Oh yeah, maybe. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, on a top 10 list of Christmas songs in the U.S., All I Want for Christmas is number one, which we keep reiterating. Yep. Mariah Carey is fucking queen. We get it, Mariah Carey. You, you shit diamonds. So again, top Ugh. 10 list. What do we think is at number 10? What the fuck? Who <laughs> <laughs> guesses that? Christmas. Hey, what's the least popular of the most popular? <laughs> Christmas Time is Here by uh, Vince Guaraldi Trio. That's the uh, Peanuts one. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't sing it. Anyway, <laughs> Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow by Frank Sinatra, uh, A Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives, or White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Ooh. I would have figured it would be like Felice Not the Dog. <laughs> At number 10, yeah. I would say Vin uh, the Vince Guilardi. People love that Peanuts Christmas special. I don't understand it. The music is great, but I don't understand why people love the special. But it's hugely popular and a great song. Justin. So, so we're guessing 10? Number 10? Number 10. <laughs> Number 10 of the top 10. Uh, but I'll give it to you. Number 10, Christmas Time is Here by Vince Guaraldi Trio. Yeah! Interestingly, it's not even in the top 10 list globally. So it's only top ten in the in States. the U.S. In the yeah, fun, right? <laughs> Which that, young that was one of the weirdest questions. <laughs> Which... It's also like you were trying to convince us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> Which young celeb is not one of the most streamed artists in the Christmas themed playlists? All right. Okay. Not po not streamed. popular artist, but they are not included in Christmas music. Okay. Justin Bieber. That's. Mm, okay. Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande. Those are your three options. Who's not? Streamed. Who is not part of a Christmas playlist? Well, I know Justin Bieber has a Christmas album. He does have a Christmas. Okay, I didn't know that. Just okay. So then we've got Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande. I feel like Ariana Grande has a Christmas album too. 
We can't use I the internet. Of, I don't know of any Taylor Swift Christmas, but I don't listen to Taylor Swift really. Uh, I'll go with Taylor Swift. Because yeah. Briner told you to? Yeah, because Briner's <laughs> smart. He knows what he's talking about. You yeah. are both correct. Yeah! Yeah! Ariana and Justin both have uh, Christmas music streamed in christmas theme playlists globally. And that will... Uh, bring us to a close that you guys got four out of eight correct so 50 50 you know what that's not bad and uh buzzfeed deems you still recovering from halloween which is good it's a good spot to be this early in november for sure you guys are right thinking human beings so uh i had a uh i'm a a starbucks uh gold member oh fancy braggy brag no all that means that even mean all that means is that i used a like a gift card or a reloadable card enough at starbucks every time you buy something you get like a star and you get a certain amount of stars you're a gold member you get like a free drink on your birthday and all this shit and special promos and shit so anyway why didn't you get me a drink on my birthday uh because it's my my birthday on the account (laughs) uh so anyway november 1st yeah. November 1st, I got an email from Starbucks saying, Happy Holidays! We got our new fucking red Starbucks cups. Enjoy no. your fucking latte. Take a shit. All right, here you go. Like, <laughs> November fucking 1st. Enjoy your fucking latte. Take a shit. <laughs> like, October <laughs> October 30, up until October 31st, it's all about, like, pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. You know, yeah. fall, hol- Halloween, all this kind of shit. And they still have those. November 1st hits, get fucking Santa drilling up your ass. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Like, don't you just forget about Santa? Don't forget about Santa. He's going to come on your face this year. Like, God damn it. <laughs> like, give me a fucking break. I can I have school. a month? Can I have like, can I have a half a month where I'm just like, I'm not celebrating something? I'm just living. Yeah. Sorry. I think we, we need a new segment called Rants with G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would go well. Where you just go off. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was a rant with G. <laughs> so, I liked oh, it. Man. I, I <sighs> do agree, and you brought it up earlier. I really do wish uh, holiday bullshit. I mean, it doesn't really need to be in November, but I wish everybody would wait until after November 11th. Uh, Yeah. I yeah. think there's just Let's, such yeah. a level of disrespect or at least a blatant ignorance it, it it's just yeah it's an ignorance I, I wouldn't say it's disrespect but i would say it's ignorance it's just uh it's a lack of uh of appreciation i think yeah for well the problem is with you know all these stores and whatever there's no money on them right so it's that's, like it's, sadly that's true for sure but yeah. i mean they don't give a fuck continue with your white cups and your pumpkin spice until november 11th november 12th roll out your red cups roll out peppermint everything but I don't know. I, I just feel like there needs to be some some respect there. There there needs to be so you and yeah, like wait until after that to put up your your tree and whatnot. What we say doesn't matter, but it, that is a, it is an important thing for a lot of people. Um, yeah. and it does mean a lot for a lot of people. So well, if and you can it maybe should just mean a lot for it, everybody. It, it, yes, it should mean a lot for everybody. But it, it, it is we it have is, our freedom because of people. Yeah, it is. But especially means a lot for a lot of people. So if you if you can maybe just kind of curtail your Christmas celebrations until maybe November twelfth or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but or if you're like me, wait until December first because <laughs> because yeah. goddamn. Yeah, because goddamn. I agree. If it was up to me, I'd I'd honestly wait till like the twentieth. <laughs> See, that's why we're friends, Briner. <laughs> oh, See, God. we get each other. Yeah. 
I get it. Yeah, man. Um, now, Briner, are you also someone that leaves your gift buying until the 20th, or do you like to get that out of the way? Uh, I guess it depends on when my bills come out, to be honest with you. That's, That's valid. Fair enough. Um, so, if I'm... I can budget, then I will get it earlier. If I can't, then well, I'll probably back myself into a corner. <laughs> No, that's that. I can respect that. You that gotta pay that yeah. expedited shipping. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm somebody that I like. I'm almost done my Christmas shopping only because I cannot stand the public in December. Mm. Right. I don't want to. Like, I only deal with about a day of it when I like. If I'm going shopping, I'll go out one day and just fucking hammer everything. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's it. That's smart. So. Yeah, I, I, I try to get it all over with nice and early so that, and especially because everything in December gets more expensive. I mean, you're doing Christmas parties, you're doing get togethers with friends and That's family, true. like other things just pile up. So if you can spread out the costs a little bit, that for me is uh, big. I can respect that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Christmas, real quick before we get into the last song of the evening, um, the our pull the plug Christmas special. Ooh, yeah. Which I am, you may not know. I am actually planning, <laughs> like as I'm putting thought into it a Amazing. little bit. Oh shit! That's new. Will <laughs> come out. Good. We certainly won't record it, obviously, but we will. Uh, it will be out and released this year because it's a Tuesday on Christmas Day. How beautiful is that, everybody? What? How beautiful! You're gonna release it on Christmas. It's gonna be not. released on Christmas Day. All right, that's. I love it. Isn't that beautiful? I feel like we should release it for the Monday, the Christmas Eve. You want to release it for Christmas Eve? I feel like we should, because everyone Christmas Day is busy. That's a good point. I remember my, uh, and, and sorry, we're, we're talking about Christmas. This is ridiculous, but I, I, I do feel the need to talk about this very briefly. I remember my greatest Christmas memory, one of the greatest Christmas memories ever, is listening to one of our Christmas specials that we had pre-recorded and and put on, uh, like, on uh, when we were still on radio. Yeah. And listening to that with my family <laughs> like listening to that after church at my grandparents house and we're listening to like rudolph talking about banging mrs claus like it was <laughs> the most surreal moment of my entire life that's like, incredible I was, it was an out of body experience almost. that's when you knew you made it that's when i had made it exactly i yeah. made it when my grandma is wondering what we're talking about <laughs> so that was that was pretty oh cool so classic that's funny. uh again yeah we will be having our annual pull the plug uh, christmas bonanza specials spectacular whatever we're gonna call it this year yeah uh, if you guys have any ideas any requests any uh suggestions you want to be a part of it um, <laughs> i don't give a shit let's make a party out of it uh hit us up over at the website phbpodcast.com we're planning oh. right now see some good did come out of uh, me talking about christmas early thanks shannon yeah appreciate it that's sh- that show is just the biggest shit show of the year it's utter chaos it is just, yeah. There's, a, there's no way to describe that other than Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty so much. True. Yeah. <sighs> what's the uh, What's the last song of the evening, there, sir? Last song of the evening. We're gonna do uh, some that awful rhythm with the anthem of the dying last year on PTP Punches. Mixing in the chemicals, patching up desperate holes, engine cooking smoke, bubbling over the manifold. And all that we know is what we've been told. But happiness won't cause ignorance anymore. Well, I told the way my turn, how to live. 
anthem of the dying west there, that awful rhythm. And that's going to wrap it for this week's PTP podcast. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we fucking killed it tonight, guys. Yeah, that was fun. We did good. Another good one. Nice think... to have you back, Briner. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know what? It was good to be back. Um, and see you in another couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do it again sometime. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> no, that was good. Uh, hope you like the new segment, Bangers. We'll be back next week. Classic. <laughs> it's it's as if it was always there. Get used to it. it. Just fits like a glove. It does. That's that's right. That's what we're about here at PTP Podcast. Oh shit. If uh, if you want to stay up to date with everything uh, pull the plug related, which I'm sure you do, mm-hmm. uh, you can head on over to I our do. to our website, uh, ptppodcast.com. Uh, mm-hmm. There's links to our, uh, our Facebook. You want to reach out to us on there? That's a good way to message us, by the way, if you want to go through there. Yeah. Uh, you can yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, there's links to our YouTube, Instagram over at uh, PTP Podcast as well. We're always uh, posting nonsense, idiocy. Um, and All we right. will be having some more PTP plays coming up uh, yeah. very shortly. I'm really excited about those. Uh, if you have a, a game that you want us to play, uh, let us know again over at the contact form. We have that on the website as well. Again, ptppodcast.com. Uh, and if you want to support the show in any way, just take a peek. Just take a take a little peek. A little peek at the Patreon. Patreon.com slash PTP Podcast. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can uh, support the show. Uh, allows us to keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> allows uh, me to uh, film Briner uh, dancing on Skype. That's right. Uh, it's right. a beautiful thing, uh, and, and just supports the show and allows us to kind of keep it keep it up and rolling. It's uh, it's not terribly expensive, but it's also not terribly cheap either. So we, if any support <laughs> we can get, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, once again, ptppodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bangers. And remember, kids, don't trade your kid for a dog, unless the dog is cute. Right. Like, how cute is the dog? Cute. Like. Like, a, like eight and a half out of ten, or like no ten out of ten. Six. It's a six. But is the baby so? How ugly does the baby have to be for it to trade for a dog? I just don't do it. I mean, look, look, message six. me. We'll we'll maybe make a deal. Six like, out of six. Six out of six for your baby. Yeah. And a dog. Yeah. Okay. Six out of six. Okay. Bangers. Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye. Bangers. <laughs>